get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget. The Be Your Best Self Conference, August 22nd at the Grand Event Center in Grandview Heights. You'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader, rolling with the punches, and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way. It's not just about setting through speeches. It's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only LaShondra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. Chamberpartnership.org backslash BYBS 2024. This season of Business Inspires is brought to you by the Village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Burgess and Nipple, a nationally recognized engineering and architecture firm. The flourishing city of Grandview Heights. Optimized chiropractic, where every visit you leave moving, feeling, and healing better. And City of Upper Arlington, where superior services and citizens come first. Find out more about this season's sponsors in the show notes in each Business Inspires episode. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Good morning, Tri-Village Chamber and Tri-Village area. This is David Polakowski, the President and CEO of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. This morning, I have Karen and Dwayne Gray from I-9 Sports, who are new members yes, and actively becoming very involved in the Tri-Village area. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Well, it's great. We've had several opportunities in the past couple of weeks to meet, and uh, it's exciting to see what you guys have going. So tell me about the two of you. And I nine sports. I do know you're 26 years, right? Yes, yes. yes. Had that conversation. Yes. Tw- 26 years, happily married. 26 more to go, at least. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I say yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so tell me about you guys in I know I nine sports. So, so I nine sports is the first and largest youth sports franchise in the nation. Been around for about 16 years. Um, been in Central High for about 14 years, and our introduction to the business was through our son Dante. Dante worked uh, with the North Columbus franchise owner um, for about five years. And then in that process, decided to go to Ohio Dominican University, get a degree in sports management with the goal of owning his own franchise at some point. 
Um, when the Southwest Columbus Territory opened up, he did everything in his power to convince Karen and I to uh, purchase the territory. And because we believe in our children, we, we, uh, we made that investment. Um, and we did that for a couple of reasons. We did that to teach Dante and our daughter Evelyn that if you dream and believe in yourself, people will dream and believe in you as well. So dream big, dream often. Don't let anything get in your way. And the other reason we did it is because we just have a passion for youth sports. We have a passion for watching kids have fun and develop uh, in their skills. In fact, Karen can kind of add into what our program does as far as the, the, uh, the coaching plans and things like that. Yeah, one of the things we love about I-9 when we were looking at investing and purchasing the franchise was that all of the practice plans for all of our sports are professionally developed. And what that means is that those practice plans take into account the age of the child, the player, and so we know cognitively what they can understand at each age level, and then physically what kind of drills are they able to execute when we're building their skill set throughout the entire league. Um, so the kids gain in confidence, they gain in their skills, we're meeting them exactly where they're at so that they're becoming strong athletes and they're having fun while they're doing it. And that's great. And, and it is all about the fun and learning and whether you're excellent or a beginner yes. advanced. So the pandemic Let's just briefly go through that because I, I know, I bet you guys are all tired of it like I am. So let's, <laughs> you guys did well mm-hmm. from our last conversation. Yeah. So tell us about how you survived and what you did to make some changes. You know, the pandemic was scary for everyone. Um, when it first came about, you know, I think we pushed pause on on everything just because the it's so important to ensure everyone's health and safety. Um, but as we started to learn about, you know, what kind of restrictions could be in place and how we could play safely, we went back to playing only in our outdoor venues. So people were outside, everyone wore masks, the parents, the kids, the staff, everyone. Um, and it was just so important, not only for the physical health to get back out and start playing again, but that emotional health as well, that mental health, just to be outside. Um, and the response from the community has been amazing. You know, we I think are created to crave community. And even if we're having to wear our mask and be somewhat socially distanced, um, we could still see other people. We could still have conversations. We could still have fun. Um, so through the pandemic, our program has actually more than doubled in size. Uh, we appreciate what we don't have sometimes, right? That ability to get out, to get together, to play. And so um, the programs have just absolutely exploded, um, which we're so grateful for. But but we appreciate now that opportunity to gather and to have fun. And it also um, let us do other things with our business model, for instance, to get into the community uh, more. Um, there's still a lot of organizations that are not taking field trips for their day camps. So what they're doing is they're bringing organizations like I-9 Sports into their facility, into their property, and and allowing us to run camps. Yesterday, we worked with a um, a program in in Grove City where we brought uh, basketball, football, and soccer clinic for two hours to their property. Uh, We're working with Grandview Parks and Rec, so we're going to do the same thing in August. Um, well, we're going to offer a two-hour clinic and just kind of break it up in multiple groups. That way we have still some social distancing going on a little bit. Um, but, it, again, it lets us get in the community and partner with the community. And that's great to know that you also are mobile because, you know, a lot of business has had that hard time adjusting. So current day, 
I know you guys have been busy and we've chatted about that, but your programs, are they seasonal? You know, how long do they last? What are, what are the top programs? Yeah. So our programs are seasonal. We have four seasons, um, spring, summer, fall, and winter. Um, our spring, summer, and fall seasons, we really focus on outdoor sports. So we have soccer, uh, flag football, and t-ball. Um, our winter programs, we focus indoor, which are basketball and volleyball. And we also offer lacrosse as well. And that's, again, that's an outside sport. Um, our programs are typically seven weeks in length. And how our programs work, um, like we focused on earlier, talked about earlier, it's fun for kids. It's also convenient for busy families. So our programs are one day a week. So it's structured that um, you would have a practice, and right after practice would be your game, so that you can implement the things that you learned in practice. We start as young as three years old and go up to 13, year olds, 13 years old in age. So it's early toddler to middle, end of middle school. Exactly, um, yes. When parents are like, I don't, like you were saying, time-wise, I don't have the time. What, you know, what do you say? I mean, it's important to have kids involved. And nowadays, kids are, you know, like my neighbors, their oldest is basketball, football, baseball, and and they're constantly going. So what do you say to parents that it's, you know, it's needed? It's funny because so many people are surprised when they learn about our format and they're like, wait, it's just one day a week. Oh, I can fit in one day a week. And then we explain the benefit of, okay, you know, for the the youngest kids, practice will be 30 minutes, games will be about 30 minutes. And if you can commit an hour a week to making sure your kids are having that healthy outlet, right? Um, Our world continues to evolve and change and we become more sedentary. We've become as adults more sedentary in our work, our kids have become more sedentary with the games they choose to play. Um, And so having this one hour together where you're outside, or even if it's basketball and volleyball, like you're together and you're seeing that, um, there's just an energy that's created. And one of my favorite stories, and this has happened several times, is that adults will come up to me, parents will come up to me, and the kids have played for a couple of seasons. And they're like, you know what, just being out here and seeing the kids play and get active, I've started to be more active as well. And this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm working out or I've joined a rec league or I'm doing these things. And it's we do have to model that healthy behavior for our kids. But it's funny, so often the kids will lead us, right? They Mm -hmm. see the kids being active. They see the kids saying, hey, you know, let's go practice in the backyard or let's go do this. And the the parents are starting to to add back in that that physical activity into their own lives. Um, Sometimes we'll go for a walk in the neighborhood, and I love it because I'll see the families outside practicing, uh, which is a real treat for us as well. Now, your service area, I don't know if we touched on that or not. What's your service area? So, so our service area, our territory is southwest Columbus, and it goes as far north as Clintonville, Upper Arlington, Grandview. We go south to Grove City, a little west of that to Galloway, and actually even a little farther south to Orient and Commercial Point. So it's a pretty extensive uh, territory, um, but we're really trying to focus in on the um, Clintonville, Upper Arlington, Grandview, and Grove City areas and, and kind of just partnering with these communities. And that's great. So how many kids like per session? And I know it depends on each sport, but is there a maximum number for each session? There's no maximum number for each session. Um, this past spring in our seven weeks, we had over 600 kids uh, in, in our multiple locations. Um, this summer, we're already at 500 kids. Um, we still have four weeks to go for our, for our seasons to start. So we'll probably get another 25 percent more registrations. 
Um, there's, and what we do is we, we lay our fields out in such a way that we can handle as whoever wants to come and play. Um, for instance, you come to the field on, on, a, on a given Saturday, and over here you'd see soccer. Right beside it, you see flag football. And then a couple steps over that, you'll see some t-ball games going on all in the same location. And we do that because a lot of times kids don't know what they want to play. Parents really don't know what their kids want to play. And then they'll see they sign up for t-ball. And they're like, well, I really wanted to do soccer. Well, next season they can do soccer. Mm-hmm. Or we have some kids that say, I want to do t-ball and soccer, and we make, try to make sure we can balance it out so they can do both in the same day. So. And it, it is interesting because that young, how do you know what you want? Exactly. Unless you try. Okay. And I know there are some parents that are, you know, encouraging mm-hmm. towards certain sports, one or the other. But how do you adjust that? I mean, that's a good, difficult situation, good situation that a child doesn't want to necessarily do what the parent wants them to do. Right. And um, it's funny that you would bring that up because the experts agree. The best thing that you can do for kids as they're growing and developing as athletes is expose them to all these different sports. Because when you play different set of sports, you're really focusing in on a different skill set, different muscle usage. Um, It's constantly building your coordination and your abilities. Um, And we just share some of these research and articles with the parents they're struggling with like, no, I was a football player. I want my child to be a football player. We, we really don't run into much of that. Um, once they see the kids, they see all the activity on the various fields going at one time and they see their kids kind of like gravitate towards another sport. They're like, you know what? We'll try that out next season. Seasons are seven weeks in length. Um, so it's not a long-term commitment. They're not committing for half a year or an entire year. Um, it's seven weeks and they can see, oh, if because if a child is passionate about something, they're going to stick with it. And we know that by age 13, over half of all um, athletes will stop playing because they've either had a bad coaching experience or they never got to play. Um, with I-9 Sports, um, we have everybody who signs up, they, they make a parent pledge, right? And this is, it's all about the kids. It's about them having fun and learning in a safe and healthy environment. Um, and then... The kids just focus in on, you know, learning what is that sport and how can I do it? But every child gets to play every position and they get equal playing time. So if somebody's looking for an uber, you know, competitive uh, league, we are not for you. We are not for you. So many of our kids come to us and this is the very first time they've ever played an organized sport. And sometimes they might be nine or 10 or 11 years old. They're, they're towards the older end of the age group that we currently service. And And um, the parents will say, where were you? Where were you, you know, seven years ago? Um, Because maybe they had a bad playing experience. You know, their their child isn't athletically gifted as somebody else on the team. So they never got to play. Mm -hmm. And they sat on the bench. And that's not fun for anyone. Um, But with I-9 Sports, everyone gets to play. They get equal playing time. They get to try out all the different positions for the sport that they're in. And so then they get to discover. That's what it's all about, discovery and learning and growing. And also to add to that, you know, with the parent who has her kid who really wants to focus on a sport specific, uh, we're putting the uh, final touches on a, on a new program called athlete development. And what the athlete development is, it goes to the skills, the drills and agilities of being an athlete, not really sports specific. And that will also allow us to open the door and open the window um, for, for older kids as well. Um, so that's something that we're putting in the final touches on. And that's hopefully introduce that here in the near future. 
And that was one of my other questions then. Leading is like training and fitness training, ensuring that these kids are getting that proper training for their sport. Is that something else you offer? Is there a partner with you? Um, we, right now we're looking for partners for that to offer, mm-hmm. you know, specific groups of personal trainers and things like that. We do have a, a gentleman on our staff who is a, who is a certified personal trainer who, who does that stuff, but we really haven't made a partnership to kind of start sending athletes this way yet. That's good to know. So what's your favorite sports? Oh, it's so funny. You know, you're not supposed to say that you have a favorite sport. It's like when you're a parent. You're you don't not have supposed a favorite to, child. Exactly, exactly. And it, it, it depends on the time of day which one is the favorite. That's so, yes. so right. Uh, for me, now I was a volleyball player and ran track and did all of that fun oh. stuff. But for the sports that we offer, I love t-ball. First and foremost, they are adorable in their little hats and jerseys, and they're going out there on the field. And the first week, I always tell the parents, like, you know what? We're going to see some of the kids sitting down the grass picking some flowers, and that's okay. It's week one, right? We're talking about three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, and this is their first time playing an organized sport. But by the end of the seven weeks, parents... They are always amazed that, oh, my goodness, they know how to ground a ball. They know how to throw properly. They're, they're getting mm-hmm. um, their technique together for, the, for batting. And it's just amazing to see these little, little, little people grow and, and just have this knowledge and this passion. Um, and they just look adorable when they're out there on the field. So, yeah, I'd have to say <laughs> T-ball. <laughs> um, see, I grew up my whole life playing basketball. I'm from a small town in Pennsylvania called Meville, Pennsylvania, where basketball was everything for everybody. Um, we played at a park called Heidi Cooper Park from sun from sunup to sundown. Uh, it wasn't until my senior year in high school I, I started playing football. So I really think that even though basketball is what I played for most of my life, I think football is my favorite sport that I like to, uh, to work with the kids on. So. In addressing the competitive nature of these kids mm-hmm. and, you know, not bullying, but everybody's at a different level. And so how do you deal with the overly competitive kids? Oh, I love that question. Thank you for asking that. Um, we always tell the parents, we do not have to teach your kids how to be competitive. That is in their nature, and you are going to see it come out. What we need to do and what we do with I-9 Sports is that we teach them how to be good sportsmen. Each week, we identify a different sportsmanship value, and the coach will, at the beginning of practice, explain what is that value. It might be sharing or humility or whatever. We have a different value each and every week. And then we talk about how in sports, how does that play out? What does that look like when we're playing sports? And then they go into practice and then their game. And then at the end of the game, the coach draws the team together again and says, you know what, today, here's who I saw really demonstrating today's sportsmanship value, whether it's sharing or whatever. And they get a medal that they are awarded and they get a sign that they get to put in their front yard, uh, yard that says sportsmanship winner. And so we reinforce week after week after week what it is to have those good sportsmanship values because that's what's important. That competitive nature that's there, we don't have to teach them. We got it. But we have to teach them how to be kind athletes, how to be a good winner and how to be a good loser. Right. Um, so we, we hit it from both sides. But, yeah, that's that's how we approach it. And, and, and what's awesome about the sportsmanship value and sportsmanship medal is those kids take so much pride when they win it that uh, I remember one instance, a parent coming back and said, my son left here with his medal on, wore it grocery shopping, wore it out to lunch, 
worked all weekend long. So he really loved the fact that he got a chance to win the sportsmanship value. So thank you so much. So it's just a touch. Again, we want to build these kids up. We want to encourage them to be confident and, and, and take pride in, in what they do and who they are. So, and, and, and it's interesting because I hope you can hear the excitement and the energy in their voices. I wish and can't wait for you all to meet them in person because it's just amazing. But how do you survive 26 years plus then working together, a family-owned business? How do you survive? Happy spouse, happy house. <laughs> so a lot of guys would say, what, happy, happy, happy wife, wife, happy... No, no, no. It goes both ways. Happy spouse, happy house, right? Mm-hmm. So we try to find that balance in each other. Um, Karen has a, a, a gift set, a gift that's, that I don't have, and, and vice, versa, vice versa. I hope that compliment her the same way. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's fun because our kids work with us in the business as well. And it's been nice to see this, this other side of the kids. Um, you know, I call them kids and you know, they're young adults. Um, but, you know, to see them maybe handling uh, a situation that can be stressful, like with a parent who's upset mm-hmm. uh, about something and to see the kindness and compassion and the leadership they display when handling that situation, uh, to see them engage with the kids and bring somebody who's really shy and afraid to get out on the field to to bring them out and help them be confident like I think we've all gained a greater appreciation of the strengths and abilities um, that the other person has like we see a deeper part of our family member which is pretty cool and workday never ends for us Twenty four seven workday. I'm assuming you guys are like assign each other certain things for the day, oh, so course. you're not yes, necessarily twenty four seven. Anything that requires organization, that's caring one hundred percent. Anything that's detailed, that's caring one hundred percent. Big picture, I'm, I'm all about the big picture. But when you get into the to the to the meat of it, I, I'll lose I'll lose myself. So, <laughs> and that's how we balance each other out. That's so. right. Exactly. That's right. right. If someone wants to contact you, and we do have you listed in the newsletter for the month because you joined last month. But if someone wants to contact you, how do they get a hold of you? The best place to get a hold of us is our website, www.i9sports.com. That's the letter I, number nine, sports.com. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Perfect. And final words of wisdom for parents who are looking to get their children, not to kids, but to parents who you know, looking to get their kids involved in sports? You know, I think the best thing that you can do is just explore, right? Let the kids lead you. And Dwayne and I have this philosophy of we want to see kids active and families involved. So please come try us out. You know, we offer a huge um, portfolio of different sports, but continue, you know, maybe it's swimming, maybe it's gymnastics, maybe it's karate. To us, The most important thing, again, is that the kids are active, that they're healthy, that they're engaged. Um, And I think being active in those type of activities really does bring the family together. It's something fun they can all enjoy. Um, But just let your kids explore. Let them try lots of different things, um, and and they'll find their passion. She summed it up. (laughs) All right. Well, again, Karen and Dwayne Gray with I-9 Sports. Thank you for being here this morning with me. And um, everybody have a great day. Yep. Thank you, David. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires.